You're listening to OMAG All Access, a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in Oklahoma. Hosted by OMAG Risk Management Specialist, Kip Richard. Hi, I'm Kip Pritchard, Risk Management Specialist with Oklahoma Municipal Assurance Group. And my guest today is Paula Kelly. She's a city attorney for the city of Oklahoma City and also the former president of Oklahoma Earth Bike Fellowship and a mountain biking enthusiast. Uh, so welcome to the show here, Paula. Thanks, Kip. Today we're going to discuss some questions about uh, that I've received from uh, some municipalities about building and maintaining mountain bike trails, liability concerns, and some of the risk management measures that a city can take to reduce the risk. Paula, you're a city attorney, but you're also a mountain bike enthusiast. Do you see any concerns with liability from either of those perspectives for a municipality? Quite frankly, and very directly, yes, all over the place. Number one, uh, you know, there's mountain bike trails alter the natural landscape of an area. And anytime you insert a human element there and make changes to that, then there's foreseeable risk. Then when you, on top of that, add man-made structures, that's another element. Then on top of that, mountain bikers are, by definition, a risk-taking group of people and so they will alter those uh, structures and those trails and to find ways to get air and to do certain things that you know those of us who may be risk averse aren't real excited about. But there is liability anytime that you're taking a, a step to alter existing conditions and can foresee a misuse of it or a potential fault or just kind of misstep in maintenance. Okay, very good. So if a municipality decides that they want to take one, building a mountain bike trail in one of their city parks, something like that, what are the steps that they can take to develop and plan for and build this park? Well, there are a lot of steps, um, but number one, you've got to figure out where you can build it. You've got to uh, identify a piece of property and a significant piece of property uh, to build a natural trail system on. And then you've got to identify how you're going to how you're going to construct it and how you're going to maintain it. Is that going to be a municipal function? Is that going to be parks department or is that going to be done by volunteers? And once you decide that, then the next steps are designing, constructing, and funding. Not necessarily in that order, for sure. There are local organizations around the state that have taken on the building and maintaining mountain bike trails throughout the state, and then there are national organizations that do that and assist with that. And there are also professional trail building companies that will come in and, and build a trail. If you look at Northwest Arkansas right now, it's the economic development boon of the Midwest because of mountain bike trails and the Walton Family Foundation. And it is just the mecca of mountain biking trails and we've seen the impact that that has had on the city of Bentonville, Bella Vista, and Fayetteville. And we as Oklahomans that love mountain biking are seeing that, and we are encouraging it all over the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, in fact, I did a little research myself on the internet, and I saw that we currently have 64 mountain bike trails in the state of Oklahoma with many more in the, in the planning stages. A lot of them are property is owned by cities and towns, and then also the state 
uh, and some federal recreational use lands uh, have mountain bike trails. You mentioned that there are a lot of different resources. Can you give us uh, maybe some of reputable uh, organizations that uh, city could get in contact with that may be a, a good partner or provide them information? Sure. First of all, in the state of Oklahoma, the as you mentioned that I was the uh, past president and I'm a current board member of Oklahoma Earth Bike Fellowship, uh, otherwise known as OEF because that's a long name. OEF was founded in 1996 by a group of mountain bikers that were responsible for building and maintaining the Lake Stanley Draper Mountain Bike Trail in Oklahoma City and saw a need to organize and raise funds uh, to put towards mountain biking and, and constructing those trails. We currently have 15 affiliated trails across the state, and we facilitate uh, the relationship between municipalities and local volunteer groups, helping the volunteer groups contract with the municipalities and understand what that relationship is, what the requirements are, and then also just a lot of you know, the, the language that municipalities use um, for the volunteers to, to organize and, and reach an agreement on use of public lands for a public purpose. So OEF is there. We have, you know, like you said, 64 trails, I think you said, across the state. Wow, that's crazy. I always thought that we had the majority of them, but we've we've gone from 16 to 12 because of local foundations that have taken on those trails or their private property trails. And then nationally, there's the International Mountain Biking Association, and that is in, yes, its home base is Arkansas these days. And EMBA is the national national voice and or international really voice of mountain biking and EMBA provides standards for trail construction, for sustainable trail construction, for erosion control, also gives uh, specifications and parameters for those man-made structures, but they also provide grant opportunities and conferences. I just attended a conference in Bentonville put on by EMBA that was geared towards economic development and municipal officials and parks employees and directors and then mountain biking organization representatives where they got together and toured the city of Bentonville and all the different trail systems and and how it has impacted economic development and the economy in in Bentonville. There's also the Professional Trail Builders Association, which these are private companies that are trail construction companies. And they have a conference every year where they introduce people to the equipment and processes and methods of trail construction. But they also host a website that municipalities can post a a request for proposal to build a trail system. And so currently OEF has an RFP posted on their website for a professional trail developer to come into the Bluff Creek Park in Oklahoma City because we have a lot of erosion in there and it's a very densely popular area and oversaturated use by pedestrians, bikers, Pokemon Go. That app was uh, devastating to us because apparently there were Pokemon on the trail that people went and searched for. And so we need the help of a professional trail developer to address those erosion issues for us. And so those three entities for an Oklahoma municipality uh, will provide a lot of information and additional resources for anyone interested. 
OMAG All Access would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. For your time, we would like to offer you the chance to win a pair of OMAG All Access Bluetooth headphones. To enter, all you have to do is head to www.omag.org forward slash all access and click on the corresponding image at the top of the screen. The password for each episode will change, so make sure you are always up to date on the newest episode of OMAG All Access by subscribing with your favorite podcast app. The password for this episode is Trails. Follow the directions on the giveaway page and you will be entered. Good luck. In your opinion, and my opinion also, it would be a good idea for a municipality that is thinking about doing something like this to get involved with these organizations, get input from them in planning, development, grant monies. And speaking of grant monies, are there any federal, state, private grants that you know about that they could uh, research and learn about? There are actually a lot um, in the state of Oklahoma. Well, it's a federal grant program is the Recreational Trails Grant Program, and that's managed in Oklahoma by the actual state of Oklahoma Department of Tourism. And so they manage that application process, but it's a federal grant program that I think goes up to $205,000. It's been in use for at least the last six years. I know most recently the city of Yukon was awarded a recreational trails grant for their paved bike path, but it's also used for natural trail systems. And last I understood they were actually looking for natural trail system applications because there aren't as many of those as paved trails. There's also the IMBA uh, Association. They have grant programs available. The Walton Family Foundation uh, that has funded a lot of the trails in Bentonville and Arkansas is making its way west. Uh, the city of Tahlequah and the Tahlequah Trails Association in partnership with the Choctaw Tribe recently got an EMBA uh, trails grant. The sporting goods store REI, uh, OEF, has gotten a $5,000 grant for the last two years from REI for natural trail construction. There's also Express Personal Services. They have a grant program for healthy living and diversity and inclusion. So so, you know, everyone likes to be outside. And in my opinion, riding your bike in the woods is the best thing ever. It's just a great time. So a lot of local companies and organizations have grant programs like that to encourage people to be more active. And trails are the perfect combination. And in my research, once again, I, I saw that we have trails all over the state, everywhere from Black Mesa up in the Panhandle, trails down the Wichita Mountains, down in Warica. Of course, eastern Oklahoma is full of them. There's a lot of, you know, inner city parks and trails and everything like that. Have you got an idea about what it costs to, to build one of those or how much the grants are for? You mentioned $5,000. Trail construction by a professional trail builder is very costly. And that's my opinion coming from, you know, OEF is a nonprofit, volunteer-driven organization. I personally have constructed a trail system of five and a half miles. And let me tell you, when you think you have a mile, it turns out you have a quarter of a mile. Oh it's, a, it's a lot of work. OEF was recently quoted $18,000 per mile trail. That seems crazy to us because that's 
what we do in our spare time. It is very costly, but it can be done by volunteers. I think that a public-private partnership with municipal entities and volunteer groups is the best answer to trail building because you have the people who are invested in the sport and the activity taking care of the trail. And then the municipalities have inject a citizen group into an area of land that may not otherwise be used. And I just kind of noticed when I started looking at mountain bike trails and everything, it reminded me a lot of when I was much younger and uh, I used to go snow skiing and they had various trails and they were marked with signage letting you know this trail is pretty easy and this trail is a little more advanced and this trail is really really hard with the double black diamonds do the bicycle trails do they have i guess a system like that yes and it it is analogous to skiing however uh, there is no standard for what is an easy trail what is a difficult trail what is a intermediate trail. You know, they're color-coded generally, so if you uh, visit a trail system for the first time, definitely look at, you know, how the color coding is and how that's defined, and I encourage everyone to ride slowly through first because there is no universal standard for what is considered difficult, what is considered easy. The trails across the state of Oklahoma, like you mentioned, I mean, there are three different ecological areas in the state of Oklahoma that converge in central Oklahoma. The Trails in Medicine Park are not easy at all, but they list that they have beginner-friendly easy trails. I've been riding mountain bike trails for 12 years, and those still give me a run for my money. Trails in Wawoka at St. Crispin's, trails in Bluff Creek itself in central Oklahoma, that's a short trail system that has steep climbs that are in and routes across the trail that are difficult. So, yeah, they're marked, but there's no universal understanding of what that means. That is something that OEF is attempting to do with its trails is to have. So if you know you go to an OEF trail, you know an easy trail on every OEF trail is going to mean the same thing. We hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town. You can find more information about OMAG on our website at www.omag.org or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. We don't want to leave you wanting more, but to keep your time in mind, this segment will be continued on the next episode of OMAG All Access. This episode is copyright OMAG 2022 under the Creative Commons 4.0 Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.